0: Thank you guys so much for tuning into Encounters with Darkness. For those of you who have listened to this podcast before, then you know that in this podcast, I talk about my true encounters with the spooky spooky. And I like to, you know, put in a nice little disclosure that, you know, Are these real supernatural experiences, or are they just creations of my twisted imagination? I don't know. All I know is I experienced it, okay? But what I do know is that I got to talk to one of the coolest people in the entire world, and I wanted to share it with you guys. Okay, so her name is Glacia Kronk. She is... The author of the Lark Hendricks novels she has under her belt right now, The Softwood Hour, and soon, very, very soon to release is The Cold Clock, which is exactly why I have called this episode Encounters with Clocks. I bet you all were thinking that it was going to be something really, really spooky with a clock but it wasn't. What is really, really spooky is what Glacia herself had to go through. And, and because of what she had to go through, she was able to become what she is now. And, and that, that my friends, that is amazing. So I'm going to put all of her links in the description below. So you can check her out and you can buy all of her books. Cause I know you're going to but before we start the interview part of this episode, I just kind of want to fill you in on something. Through the interview, you might be a little confused, so I just want to clarify something right now. And this is a quote from Miss Glacia's Facebook page. So it'll just help you understand, okay? Horse trainer plus head injury equals author of A Psychic. Okay. And I may have paraphrased a little bit. Maybe I threw an extra word in there. I don't really know. But, but, what I do know is, the interview is gonna start
1: right. Meow. I suck at talking about myself. Um, I mean, what's the thing that has come up over and over again? The whole, like, unlikely author thing seems to be the drum that everybody keeps Beating and it 's the thing that everybody seems to be finding really really interesting i mean to me it's not very interesting at all it's kind of inconvenient but <clears throat> i mean that's probably i mean that's probably the thing that people that people find the most in intriguing is you know how i how and why I started writing and my history and stuff like that um, honestly, I always feel really weird plugging the book um, Yeah, I know. I hate, I hate doing that. I hate asking people,
0: buy my, buy my book, you know. Hey, it's got three, you like, do you like scary
1: stories?
0: (laughs) (sighs) I hate that. I like more selling myself, I guess. Like, hey, this is who I am. If you want to know, like, how dark my mind
1: can get, then you might want to read my book. Yep, absolutely. I'm totally on that. I mean, I'm not quite on that, on the same, like, bandwidth as far as, like, you know like the 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 dark corners of the mind hidden recesses and sort of stuff like that i'm more of like the conventional run of the mill boring uh mental illness type type of person so like there're different kinds of dark corners i guess
0: there yeah. is i mean i feel like it was kind of your healing process really
1: yeah no it absolutely was it 100% uh was but it wasn't it wasn't something that like I sought it was something that (laughs) I was like damn it like I need something really really fucking hard and uh my memory was just utter crap at that time and so I figured you know if I could write a story that it would give me something that I could point to at the end of the day and be like yep I did that thing, and maybe I would be able to get my, get my crap together, and it would help me. Back then, I was still at the point where I was, like, thinking that I could, like, rehabilitate my brain to the point where it would be where it was before I got hurt, and I was, I was corrected by my, by my doctors. They were like, well, that's not really how brains work. Brains are not elastic, they're plastic. You can find new ways to make things work and, and whatnot, but it's never going to go back to the way it was. You'll find a new normal, but it's never going to, quote, heal. So, and yeah, I was really disappointed <laughs> to hear that. That's,
0: that's true. It's so true. I had a stroke when I was pregnant, actually. whoa. Yeah, it was just a mild stroke and it was stress induced. Uh-huh. But I feel you there because before I had a stroke, I could remember so much like, yeah, names, places, um, lines from movies. And now I've always been a huge nerd, so now I've it's been really really difficult because I feel like whenever I'm talking to someone about something that I've not recited, like work, that's fine. I've recited all of that stuff. It's ingrained into my mind, but just to have conversations and bring something up, I always sound so dumb. I wanted to talk about um, the fact I wanted to play on kind of the title of encounters with darkness And I feel Uh like for a lot of authors, especially ones that, I don't know, they may not be well known, but are good, I feel like their writing comes from a dark, a dark place, you know? Sure. The darkest parts of their minds, basically. Like, for me, I only started writing because... I got screwed over on a job that I took, and I left my career for this job, and I ended up being a glorified bartender. Mm. Yeah, so I got mad and quit because I was so stuck on how awesome I am that I thought, Oh. oh, it won't be too long, and I'll find another job. I was jobless for like an entire summer. Before I finally found something. And so I had so much free time. I didn't know what to do with myself and I have to be productive in some way. So Mm -hmm. I just sat down and I wrote and I wrote locked away and it ended up being so well liked by friends and they wanted more that I was like, well, I could do this all day because all I'm doing is writing about my own insecurities and my own fears Sure and twisting those into horror stories.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I, I can, as you're, as you're kind of talking, this is, this is becoming something that I can actually more and more um, identify with. Maybe, um, I don't know if dark place is, you know, it might actually be a a good way to to describe it. You know, it, it, if, If you're speaking in terms of dark places in life, um, for sure, uh, your situation is very, very similar, I think, in in some ways, in function, uh, to mine, in that there was a lack of productivity. Is that a dog?
0: Yeah, that's my dog. I let him out. He is (laughs) insane. I don't know why he's... In every single podcast I do, he's in it, like, breathing. Like, he'll get right up to the microphone and breathe. So, I feel like it's at this point that if I don't have him in the podcast, people will be like, did you kill your dog? Is that
1: a cat?
0: Yeah, Xander took off with it. No, they, they brought it. That was the voice of Donovan. He
1: exists. Yeah, he's a real person. Okay, well, now I know. (laughs) Now I know he's a segment of your imagination. Sometimes I think so. Right? Do you ever have those moments where you feel, like, so detached from reality that, I, I guess, I guess, um, I guess a psychiatrist would probably call it like psychotic delusion, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's more fun than that, right? When you yeah. kind of know that it's going on where you're like, holy crap, what is, maybe it's like an existential crisis when you're like, what if all of this is totally fake? Like the, you know what I mean? The moment and... that I
0: read about Mandela theory, but for like oh, two weeks straight, I was like, none of this is real.
1: It mind fucks you. Yeah, it does. It is a hardcore raw dog mind fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I, and that's I, being an
0: author, kids. That's what it's like every day. Mandela theory, constantly.
1: <laughs> Mandela theory, raw dogging you.
0: <laughs> yeah, all the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that's why we write. Right I mean, it gives an a, a creative and 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 emotional outlet it uh, It allows for that thing that i you just touched on that that I sort of mentioned before that <clears throat> when you're finished, you know you feel produ- even when you're not finished you know at the end of any given day you feel productive because you can look mm-hmm. at the you know your word count and be like, okay, you know i I, di- I did something you know today and yeah i mean it's it's fun i i didn't realize it was fun until i started until i started doing it i actually hated writing with a fiery passion i hated writing
0: oh and i've i've always wrote i started with like poems you know being that Mm -hmm. little 12 year old girl locked in your room like
1: life is
0: pain (laughs) right yeah why didn't he love me (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah at 12 you think you understand what that is and yeah everybody thinks they of course shit I shouldn't say that it's not just at 12 at every age you think you know and then the next age comes and you're like fuck I did not know I'm wondering how many more times that's going to happen to me in my life I'm 34, and it has happened. See, if it happened the first time at like 11, I guess that would mean that it's happened 22 times. So, I'm waiting for next year. Should be fun.
0: <clears throat> oh yeah, it, it only gets better. And I love it whenever I'm talking to my mom because she's she's in her 50s, mm-hmm. well, almost 55 at this point, and all the time she's like, "Oh, Ashley, if I would have known what I knew." <laughs> And I'm like, but she'll say something crazy. Like, if I would have known what I knew at 49, if I would have known what I knew now. I'm like, that was, like, not even that long ago. You're still learning? Like, talk to me when you're 60. I want to know how, how you feel about 60 and what all you know now.
1: Sure, right? Start making notes, Mom. Tell me what it is that you learn between now and 60.
0: If you're still listening, then you, my friend are the real MVL most, most valuable listener. That's, that's what I was going for. Okay. So just, just give it to me. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Glacia, for coming onto my podcast and talking about everything that you've went through and, and what made you become the amazing writer that you are girl You do not give yourself enough credit. And all of you other people that are listening that are also MVLs, just just give it to me, okay? Just give it to me. Please check out all of these links. Just your view is very, very, very helpful. But I know you're going to like everything, okay? And you're going to buy her books. But again... Thank you all so much. It's people like you that give us authors hope. So thank you. Enjoy your night. Stay creepy.